The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the revolution. Ready, one, two, three, cue announcer. The number one outdoor radio show. America's most precious resource. A show in which all others will be judged. What's that you kids say again? Booyah! Booyah! Often imitated, but never duplicated. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present, for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure, live across this great nation and around the world, welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free. America number one, baby! Yes, it is. Woohoo! 247 years since we divorced Britain. Yeah, and we threw the tea in the uh, harbor of Boston. We are Folgers people. That's we don't <laughs> drink yeah, we drink that stuff from South America. We are real men. You know that guy with that, uh, what is that? No, that's Ricola. <laughs> I was thinking something else. Ricola. Yeah. Woohoo. All right, so happy birthday, America. This marks 247 years of independence of uh, kicking and taking names. That's right. And here's to 247 more. This, hopefully, <laughs> you know. All right, so we're talking Unplug Explore on today's show. And boy, do we have a great lineup this week, Jimbo. Yeah, for our uh, birthday, we've got a Canadian, Jim Shot. Yeah, we're <laughs> celebrating in style. Justin Trudeau. We're, we're an international country. Yep, Justin Trudeau sent his best, Jim Shock. He's actually going to join us in about uh, 45 seconds. He's going to stick around for like half the show. He's just going to talk about Canadian stuff. He's a great guy. Maple syrup and moose. That's what he's going to talk <laughs> About. No, Jim Shockey's going to be joining us in, uh, here in just a minute. Then we're going to have an Art Helen. Yeah, he has a program called Own the Season Sundays at uh, on Sportsman's Channel. Yeah, and he's going to talk about bow fishing. What a great uh, summer activity to partake in. A little hard in the winter. Uh, we're also going to have on Mitch Petrie, Vice President of uh, Programming for Outdoor Sportsman Group. Going to talk about taking some country western stars fishing. Yeah, he just took out old Cody Johnson. Yeah. Then we're going to wrap up with a to-do list. This 4th of July week coming up with Scott Newby. He's Yamaha's ATV and side-by-side senior communications specialist. Got a lot of destinations he's going to tell us about. That's right. Going to the Black Hills Glacier National Park. Ocala, Florida. And then uh, what's that place in uh, North Carolina? Uh, who even cares? <laughs> Smoky Mountains. The Smoky Mountains. <laughs> who could forget them? We did, I guess. Yeah, well, All we right. put the fire out. <laughs> All right, so let's get to Jim Shockey. Jim Shockey. Unplug Explorers on this week's Revolution with Jim and Trav. We're going to do this. Now, let's kick off a three-part interview with Jim Shockey, host of Jim Shockey Shock Therapy, airing Sundays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. 
Jimbo, did you know? Not yet, but I will. Jim Shockey has three bear rugs in his house. Two of them are still alive. <laughs> they respect him. They just All get, animals. He just get out of the shower. They just sit there. <laughs> he dries his bum on them. They say bum in Canada. All right, so bum? just now, bum. Just now being joined by Jim Shockey. He is the host of Shock Therapy, Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. All new season dropping this Monday, July 2nd. That's right. Mr. Jim, how's it going, big guy? It's going good. Good good as it possibly can be these days. Outside of the world's greatest hunter, museum curator, you're also a writer. <laughs> I mean, this new book sounds so good. Call me Hunter? Is there no dog mean enough to bite you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's my, uh, well, th- that's why I stopped international travel <laughs> in uh, 2019 October, so I could sit down and and get that novel out of my head. It's been percolating for 25 years. I actually, I actually wrote the first lines for that book back about 1993. Really? Well, and it's a, it's a kind of a thriller, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's a fictional thriller, but it's based on a lot of uh, truth, fact. So it's autobiographical in, in, in a lot of ways. I think that's what uh, fascinated the, the big wigs in the publishing world in New York City. Simon and Schuster is publishing it. Actually, they're the, they're the biggest, and uh, and I, I think because they couldn't tell what was real and what what was fiction, uh, that 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 uh, intrigued them enough to sign me up for a two book deal. Yeah. Now the plot is it's about the underworld of art collecting, and then you have like the hero anti hero who's a hunter. The villain is an animal rights extremist. Are, are we just saying that this is an abstract thriller because it's really based on your life? <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's what I, and what I did was I switched around the stereotypes. Yeah. That, uh, you know, that everybody's used to. I mean, for, since Bambi, we've been vilified and marginalized and ostracized and, you know, all the all the bad things the public or mainstream media can do to us. So I, I flipped those around uh, and, and suddenly made the anti-hero. You know, a hunter. There's there's no hunting in the book though, but it's strongly pro hunting. So the the sequel will have more hunting in it. Yeah, well, it's called Call Me Hunter, isn't it? That's correct. Yeah, so it's uh, and that that's actually the the main character, the antihero. That's actually his name, but I, I don't want to give it all away. But uh, that's his first name. All right. So in the art world, obviously. You have the Hand of Man Museum of uh, Natural History, Cultural Arts, and Conservation. What a neat place uh, people need to visit. They really have to. That's but, in British Columbia, isn't it? Y- yeah, but you have a, a huge background in antiques, in art. In the underworld, the underground world, is there like a big crime syndicate? Well, that's <laughs> the part that we got to figure out. What? <laughs> You know, I'm not going to give it all away, but <laughs> what I, what I say is, it's 80 percent truth. You, you, oh. you can absolutely Google any any part of it. Find it. There's photographs, documentation of everything that's in there for 80 percent, and the the 20 percent of the novel that would put anybody in jail. That's the fiction part. <laughs> so 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 yeah. Is there is there an underworld? You, you know, imagine if you're you guys are asking me. You know, is there a crime syndicate? Yeah, like drug lords, and and uh, if I said yes and start naming them, can you imagine what would happen to me? So, 
So hey, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna answer that question. You got to read the novel. He's gonna go find that spider hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, he he found the uh, Nazi art train, and it's what he did. Yeah, you think about all that art. Obviously, I mean, you you've thought gotta about be somewhere it. on all of your adventures, Mister Jim, hunting all over the world. Okay. Have you ever went on crazy hunts for antiques, lost goods, or thought about doing it? Uh, absolutely, I have. They, the ask my cameraman. They, 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 uh, they they'll confirm. I mean, it drove them nuts because I spent more time <laughs> on those trips around the world looking for the cultural arts than I did actually hunting. I was there for the hunting, but but I was also there in a in a big way for the cultural arts. Yeah, I mean, there, there's entire expeditions that I set up based on what I was looking for in the art world, not not for what I was looking for in the in the big game world. Yes. So, yeah, that, that was you, you'd see it if you came to the museum. You'd see that that uh, you know that that's been my my life more than half a century collecting the, the art from around the world. Yeah, you see these stories all over, uh, you know, the internet and so forth. How people found this rare painting uh, in a sidewalk sale. And uh, when you were out there, did you ever find anything that rare that uh, that would really, uh, you know, get you up into the hundreds of thousands, if not millions? Absolutely. I found treasures. Uh, there, there's, in fact, I, I've um, I'm just in this last little while, I, I uh, found an Emily Carr painting and who's a if you're, nor, you know, Northwest Coast, the Fictionadio or, you know, the Art Cognizante out here in the West Coast of Canada, her, her, Emily Carr is one of the the greats. You know, her paintings sell upwards of a million dollars. Wow. Yeah. yeah. The other day I found a Mungo Martin mask. These are just recent. Uh, Mungo Martin was one of our great Northwest Coast carvers. So, so yeah, you know, that that's just recently. Because uh, I'm still looking, but only up here. I'm not doing international traveling these days but uh yeah of course that's uh <laughs> you have to come to our museum and uh, <laughs> see, see the pieces then then you know yeah i found some some amazing when you when you look you know what i say is if you drive in one direction for half a century you, you end up somewhere and and note side roads and that that's what i've done so so yeah, you're you're gonna you're gonna bump into some interesting things over that time period. You know, people can write about history and the evolution of things, but is there really a better way, Mister Jim, to tell a story than these amazing antiques and artifacts? I mean, you you can glean what you want from seeing them. It's it's going to be a personal perspective to each, but truly, like your museum tells such an amazing story. Well, I appreciate that. It, it it really does. When you see the people come through here, I mean, it, it's natural history, cultural arts, and conservation. So the conservation is the education component, but the natural history uh, and the cultural arts, that's the entertainment part. And, and that's that's how you grab people. That's how you, again, educate them, open their minds, you know, create a tolerance. So they if they don't see these things, like see a polar bear up close within – Six inches, you can stand there. A grizzly bear, a brown bear, muskox. I mean, all these animals are here. That fascinates people. They want real things. They can't see real things on the internet. They, you know, they're digital versions. You have no perspective. But here, they can actually walk right up to these different animals and and see. So, so, so yeah, it, it's 
it's a, a vital part of it is is the entertainment of and, and telling the story. And we can do that through the museum. All right. Hey, we're talking with Jim Shockey. Uh, he's the host of Jim Shockey's Shock Therapy at Sundays at 630 Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. All new, the fourth season is going to drop July 2nd this year. Wait for it. It is going to be amazing. Now, your new book, Call Me Hunter, coming out. Simon Schuster is putting it out. When are we going to be able to get a copy of this, Mr. Jim? Well, you can actually pre-order it right now. If you just Google Call Me Hunter, Amazon chapters, Barnes and Noble, they all sell it, but they won't deliver until October 17th. Mm. So, uh, but pre-ordering allows, you know, that ensures you'll get a copy of it. I, you know, I think they're planning to print 125,000 copies, but wow. to be sure you want to, you, you're going to get one, you want to pre-order it now. You bet. Hey, more Jim Shockey right after this. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Obviously, hop on My Outdoor TV. Just type in Jim Shockey. A lot of great content is going to come up. Real quick, Mr. Jim, before we get to a break, where can we find you online? Uh, JimShockey.com. That's probably the easiest place. All right. You Part two with Jim Shockey right after this. Happy birthday, America! Happy 4th of July! Happy 4th of July! Happy 4th of July! Woo! Have a safe and happy 4th of July from the Revolution with Jim and Trev. Ignite your sense of adventure and feel the engine roar. Get set, go! This is five teams challenging themselves in an epic adventure competition. You'll be judged on your abilities to traverse challenging terrain. I love four-wheeling, I love camping. Might as well get out there and do something a little out of the ordinary. Overlanders, saddle up. Time to ride. Go! Overlanders, series premiere Friday, July 14th at 8 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back with Unplug Explore. Not too shabby, huh? Now let's get back to Jim Shockey, host of Jim Shockey's Shock Therapy, airing Sundays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. This is part two. We're back, Trav. And I got to tell you, before the break, we were talking Unplugged Explore. And when you do that, you got to talk about Jim Shockey. Exactly. And watch Jim Shockey's Shock Therapy that Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. All new fourth season is going to drop July 2nd. On your jaw. Yeah. So you got this new book, Call Me Hunter. You also have the museum. And like Jimbo said, uh, Hand to Man Museum of Natural History, Cultural Arts, and Conservation. That is in British Columbia. Are you guys open like five days a week? What is that? <laughs> 365 days a year. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Uh, it, it opened 10 till 5 every single day of the year. You bet. Well, you know, you're a man of many parts, and uh, in another life, you actually were in an antique dealer, weren't you? And and searched yeah. Canada over for just rare antiques? Yeah, that's exactly what I did. I mean, that that's how I, I, I had three stores in Vancouver, one on Vancouver Island, antique stores. And then uh, Ralph Lauren and his entourage came in and, uh, and actually bought pretty much everything I had. I uh, I furnished all of his Ralph Lauren country stores when he was starting the Ralph Lauren country uh, brand. I don't know if it's still going or not, but uh, we, we furnished all those stores with our 
antiques uh, down the states and up in Canada. So, so that's I used those funds to purchase my first outfitting territory. Wow! But yeah, I was an I was an antique dealer. Country Living has written that Rachel Newman, the editor, that uh, back in their tenth anniversary issue, that they've never seen anything like Jim's fine and enormous collection of country folk furniture. So that that's um, yeah, that that's what I did. Uh, yeah, at a fairly fairly high level, we used to do house parties down in Hollywood for wow. the movie stars. Yeah, Elizabeth Montgomery was a good, you know, bewitched. She was a good client of mine. Goldie Hawn was a client. I mean, these are, yeah, that, that's what I did at, at that level in the antique world before I ever actually became an outfitter. Getting wow. kind of swanky here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm going to have to tie my yeah. shoes. They should see it now, though, because at your museum, you have a woolly mammoth. <laughs> you know, how how did you get the woolly mammoth there? <laughs> you, you know, that's a funny story. That actually, it's it's a woolly mammoth from Alaska. Wow. And it, it was actually, in it was articulated down in the States. It was in a friend of mine's kitchen in Missouri. <laughs> what? And, and his, his, his wife finally said, enough of the woolly mammoth in the kitchen. So, <laughs> so that, that, that's how we got the woolly mammoth. I, I, I actually still to this day have, you know, buyer's remorse because I didn't, he had, he had a giant ground sloth as well in his living room. What? And uh, she, she didn't want any more of that either. So he sold that at the same time. And I, I just did not have the funds available funds to to buy it and i've kicked myself ever since because it's <laughs> you know it, it was, i don't know what it was one hundred sixty thousand dollars. oh yeah you know, today it would be at least half a million three quarters of a million dollars i mean who wouldn't want a ground sloth yeah now you just put a rifle in the museum you've had about 35 years you took on a solo mountain goat adventure that is quite a story, Mr. Jim. You guys must follow me on social media because <laughs> that, that, that uh, yeah, that that was a, the stock. It's actually the stock, not the the rifle itself. But that um, was on a, I, I, you know, solo goat hunting in the mountains. A late season goat hunt is one of the most challenging hunts on the planet. And uh, you know, I, obviously, if it's the most challenging, I want to see if I can if I can do it. And uh, this was back in the day. I used to, you know, head up in the mountains, uh, mountain goat hunting on my own. And that particular time, I'd driven about eight hours from Vancouver to get up into the mountains, and then parked my truck and started climbing up a trail. It was snowing. It was in Fahrenheit, right around zero, maybe wow. a little bit warmer, five ten degrees at the most. And uh, there, you know, there was probably a foot of snow on the ground. I started climbing. Almost, almost at dark because I was late getting there, and uh, it, it was a trail I'd never been up that part of the world before, and uh, it was a, a, a horse trail. But I knew at the end of it there'd be a guide's cabin because there always is. And, and as I was climbing, 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 and it was about midnight, I was getting you know sweaty and hot, and and uh, not thinking straight. I crossed a, a icy stream. You know, it was maybe I don't know 15 feet across, but you know, like an idiot, instead of just wading into it and keeping my feet on solid, I tried to go from rock to rock. Well, Ooh. you know, the rocks were all icy, and uh, and I <laughs> I wiped out. And and uh, because I was using my my rifle, which was a brand new Weatherby at the time, Ooh. Mark V with a beautiful Turkish walnut burl stock, because I was using that 
hanging under the barrel using that as a walking stick, which was dumb as well. Uh, <laughs> when, when I wiped, I wiped out and, and the, uh, I broke the stock off right at the pistol grip mm. and smashed the scope into a rock. So the, the scope was useless. The, the, uh, gun was broken, obviously just hanging by the, the gun strap, the two pieces of my gun and, uh, and I was soaking wet. So I, uh, had to make a decision. Do you stop right there? You know, open up my backpack freezing cold, wet, and try and get a fire lit in snowy, ugly conditions or keep going knowing that there's got to be a cabin at the end of that trail. And the mountain's only so high. The cabin has to be somewhere before the top. So I, I decided to keep going, and I uh, found the cabin. I was pretty much frozen. I could barely work my hands, but the, the outfitter whose cabin it was had left it open, unlocked, and left kindling and, and uh, you know firewood right there in the stove and I managed to get, took me almost a back, box of matches that he had left there, but I got it started and, and unthawed. And then I had to decide, well, what do I do? Broken rifle, head home or, or, uh, keep going. So I, I sawed off the cheek piece of the, um, or the comb of the stock with a little camp saw I had and, uh, taped up using a, one of the outfitter's knives as a splint, his butter knives, uh, taped it up with my shiny white tape, not uh, clear tape, not duct tape. And uh, and then I used the gun as a, like a shotgun down the side of the barrel. Mm. So, so I could, as long as I got close enough, I could figure, well, heck, it can't be any worse than hunting with a shotgun with a bead sight. <laughs> and then I, I, I uh, kept hunting and, and managed to get my mountain goat and uh, got home and, and then took the stock off and had it restocked by the Weatherby guys. But I still have that original stock all taped up with the tape and the and the butter knife, and it's now in the museum uh, for anybody that can, you know, find it and, and now knows the story. There, we'll, we'll actually do a video on it, a video curation eventually. Wow! Crazy. Wow! Yeah. Hey, we got to take another break. Can you stick around again? Yeah, of course. You kidding me? You guys are wonderful to talk to. <laughs> well, thanks. Hey, we're talking with Jim Shockey. He's the host of Jim Shockey Shock Therapy. Uh, Sundays at 6.30 Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. All new season four shock therapy is going to drop July 2nd. Make sure you tune in for that and mark it on your calendar. This has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Again, you could hop on there, watch literally everything of Jim Shockey's on My Outdoor TV. Again, Mr. Jim, call me Hunter. Everything you have going on, shock therapy, where can we find you online? JimShockey.com. That's that's the easiest. And from there, you can find you can get directed anywhere. All right, part three with Jim Shockey. Right after this, Jim Shockey. Jim Shockey. Jim Shockey. Jim Shockey. He wears a cowboy hat. Jim Shockey. Every free nation in the world looks to America as the bulwark of liberty. Have a safe and happy 4th of July from the revolution with Jim and Trav. He's a seat-at-table legend. That is delicious. Join Tommy Gomes on a tasty culinary voyage. Holy mackerel. Did I just say that? We're exploring where your quality American seafood comes from. Our reputation is built on fresh, quality products. We're going to talk fish, fishing, and everything in between. Take a deep dive into America's commercial fishing culture. The Fishmonger. All new, Mondays at 9.30 p.m.
on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Unplug Explore. Now, once again, here's Jim Shockey, host of Jim Shockey Shock Therapy, airing Sundays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Part 3 starts right now. Hey, Trav, I'm unplugged, and I want to explore with Jim Shockey. Can I do that? Yes, you can. Jim Shockey Sock Therapy. Watch it Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. That's how you rejuvenate yourself. But all-new Season 4 is going to drop July 2nd, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Now, Mr. Jim, there's always you hear people say, I wish I would have traveled more. I wish I would have done this. They have a lot of regrets, things that they passed up. You, on the other hand, have... You've lived more in your life than, you know, a hundred people will. Do you have any regrets yourself? You wish, man, I wish I wouldn't have done this. It wasn't what I thought it would be. Are there any regrets in Jim Shockey's life? I I have not one single regret. There's, There's nothing that I think I missed in my life, nothing that I wish I would have done. I, I, I did everything that I wanted to and, and continue to do that. I, I just think it's so sad if people have regrets. You know, it's your life. You get one life. You know, we're all we're all granted that one life. And and sure, yeah. You know, if your goal is to become a billionaire and you didn't quite make it, well, I mean, you know, tough. That's not a regret. <laughs> at, least, at least you you tried. But it's it's when you don't try something, and and uh, you know, it's not not necessarily the accomplishment of the goal. It's the trying, and that—that's how you can never have regrets. As long as you did your best, then then how can you possibly have a regret? And as long as you made every decision, you know, using the knowledge you had at the time, how, how can there possibly be a regret? So, so I I have zero regrets, and I, I was actually taken to task on that online, which of course is going to happen. But uh, <laughs> you know, people said you must have. You know, I don't believe that, and. I think it's because they have regrets and they just can't imagine that someone didn't. But but honestly, and, and no golf, I never lie on no golf. Uh, yeah, not one single regret in my life. Now, how about outside of that rabbit as a teenager? Do you wish you would have hunted more with a longbow? <laughs> I, I know my limitations. <laughs> See, I didn't know if that's a regret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that if I would have hunted more with a longbow, there would be regrets. But, you know, <laughs> No, I just I just wasn't a good enough archer to use a longbow. I I, I love the I think it's fascinating that people get out there and and uh, hunt with a longbow. How how traditional is that? I mean, it's amazing. But uh, no, I, I I don't regret not spending more time chasing anything with a longbow. All right, I'm going to go the other direction. Uh-oh. Now, setting aside your wife, your kids, your grandkids, what is the high point of your life? Who remembers the eleventh high point in your life? It's like <laughs> hunting with my father, you know, to be there for his last moose, uh, you know, when he was seventy-nine years old, and my uh, having him there for my first white-tailed deer when I was fourteen years old. I mean, th- those are two amazing memories that uh, you know they they mean a lot to me, and I don't, I don't know if they're number eleven on the list, but uh, 
again, because because of family. And I've said this before, I, I could care less if a world's record whatever walked out in front of me. It, 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 the hunts that are far more important to me are the ones with my family and, and good friends. I mean, th- those mean more to me than, than any world's record. So that, that's why <laughs> I say when, when you eliminate all those, all the rest just becomes a... Uh, you know, cool things that you did in your life, but uh, they don't rate in the top 10. Now, in, in a time of political correctness, um, a whole bunch of men are just pansies anymore. Do you think, and I, I personally think this, that one of your biggest attributes, traits that people really cling to um, is you're genuine. You're 100% authentic. You're so truthful, but you're like the epitome of masculinity of what a guy should be when it comes to his morals, when it comes to his physical capabilities as a man, what a man stands for, that's you, you know? And I think that is so, it is completely lost in today's age. Um, but for so many people, we see that and that is what's missing. You know, that the anywhere you go, you were not there. You know, it used to be that way in the 40s and 50s where real men existed like your dad. Um, I, you're like the last public figure that just embodies that. You know, it's a, that's an interesting thing you say that. Uh, but first, I'll tell you a quick little anecdote. Uh, someone sent me a clip the other day of Joe Rogan. He he was being interviewed on a podcast, and I don't know what he was talking about, uh, crocodiles or something. And he he brought my name up, and you know, quote unquote from Joe Rogan, he said he's the manliest man of all manly men. And, and, you know, so, so I, you know, that, that adds something to what you were saying, credibility to what you're saying. But I think when you say that I'm the last of that, that, I don't think so. I think that pendulums have a tendency to swing this way and then they swing the other way back. And right now in this last week, again, just serendipity, but someone contacted me. There, there's a new trend about people wanting to learn what manhood is. And, and it, you know, we've, we've gone, the pendulum swung a long, long way to the, to the one side away from people, like you mentioned, my father from the fifties and whatnot. But, but there's a fascination, A, with, with many women out there. You know, they, they don't want an insipid, you know, stand for nothing, politically correct millennial that, that cries because they stub their toe. You know, they, they want, they want a, they, and, and no offense to all the millennials, you know, stubbing your toe can hurt. But, uh, but, but uh, you know, there's, there's a fascination with that kind of a lifestyle. And I, I don't think that, that I'm certainly the last ever. I think what it is, the, the, the new generation just doesn't know how to be that. And they're fascinated with wanting that a, if, if they're females and be wanting to be that if they're males um, or whatever they identify with. So, <laughs> so it, the, uh, you know, I, I think there's, you'll see a trend where, where, and, and again, this is kind of insider information on uh, when I was contacted about, you know, what's going on in the publishing world and, and where things are possibly headed and, and where, you know, generally marketing follows the money. And if there's money, people are interested in buying a message and they'll, they'll provide it. So I, I, I think that we're just seeing the pendulum. Maybe I'm the last one hanging on to that, you know, the, to that original 
part of the swing of the pendulum, but but I think you'll start to see more and more people embrace it. And you're seeing it. I mean, there's sports events like Ninja Warriors and whatnot. I mean, you know, these guys are really capable people. It's just maybe they they ha- they're a little urbanized. So, <laughs> so I I have hope for the future. I'm 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 bullish on the the future of manhood. Uh, I think that there's going to be an interest, a resurgence in how to be a man and and not to be embarrassed or apologetic about about being that. But but I do take all of your what you said as a compliment, a huge compliment. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. Uh, we've been talking with Jim Shockey. He's the host of Jim Shockey's Shock Therapy, Sundays at 6.30 on Outdoor Channel. That's right. And the all-new Season 4 is going to drop July 2nd on Outdoor Channel. Now, Mr. Jim, your all-new book, people can pre-order it now. It's going to be out in October. Call Me Hunter. Sounds fantastic. Also, Hand Man Museum and Natural History, Cultural Arts and Conservation, all that information, man, one place, where can we find it online? I, I think you just Google it, uh, well, jimshockey.com. That, that'll get you to all the information. And the, the book itself, the novel, you can Google Call Me Hunter. And, well, you can get it from Amazon or Chapters, Barnes & Nobles, all, all the major bookstores. You bet. All right, coming up next, we got Art Helen. He is the co-host of Own the Season. This has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, yamahamotorsports.com. Mr. Jim, God bless you. We love you so, so much, buddy. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. You, you two are the best. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. We're a beer-drinking, flag-waving good time. Happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July. Celebrating our independence this week. Happy birthday, America. Stay tuned. The Revolution will continue after these short messages. This is my Wildfish Masterclass. This looks fantastic. One recipe from start to finish. Mike Robinson gives you a crash course in making masterpieces from your catch. And this fish has not been gutted. It's frozen with its guts in. Oh, it's going to be delicious. Great food is often about theater of the dish you've cooked to perfection. Learn from the master. Oh, my God, this is amazing. On an all-new Wildfish Masterclass, Monday nights at 7 on Outdoor Channel. Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 25 jerky making kits, 14 snack and stick kits, and 20 sausage making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Unplug Explore. Now, here's Art Helen, host of Own the Season, airing Sundays at 5.30 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Here's Jim and Trav. Hey, we are back. We're talking Unplugged and Explore on this week's show. And, of course, before the break, we had Jim Shockey. That guy is really unplugged. Our next guest, Art Helen, he is the co-host on the season. Uh, it is Sundays, 5.30 p.m. Eastern time on Sportsman Channel. He actually mentored Jim Shockey. Yes, he did. Jim was out there in his underwear, dancing around. Art's like, you know what? I think you'd be a good hunter. <laughs> That's how that came about. Mr. Art, how's it going today, buddy? <laughs> it's going well. How are you guys? Have you ever been introduced like that? <laughs> 
No, not really. So. <laughs> There's a lot of truth to it, though. Um, now, this is really cool. You know, we watch you guys all the time. It's the second season of uh, Own the Season on a Sportsman Channel. You've been filming for 25 years. You recently, though, went bow fishing for stingrays, right? We did. We actually just got home from Delaware. We were down there with uh, Corey Brosman and the Brosman Brothers bow fishing and uh, Brosman Boys, I guess they call it. And I've known Corey for a long time, and he's been trying to get us out there, and we finally went out there and did that. And it's very humbling to a someone who has never bowfished before because I was, you know, got into this industry as a competitive archer. Oh, really? Yeah. And so it was, it was very uh, humbling to uh, miss as many rays as I missed. Because I was trying to pick a spot. I was trying to do everything, you know, correct as if I was shooting a deer or if I was shooting in an IBO tournament, something like that. And by the time I let that arrow fly, that spot was gone. Mm. So it, it took a little while to understand and get used to it and throw all that stuff out the door and just say, you know, shoot and have fun. The more arrows you put in the water, sooner or later you're going to hit something. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're you're actually, when you're out there, by the way, did you run into Joe Biden out there in Delaware? Uh, you know, I did not. I did not. <laughs> I mean, that, that was just very unfortunate, you know. But yeah, just... <laughs> well, Joe was out on his bike. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyhow, you're, yeah. you're out there. Are you in flat boats? Is that what it is? It, it isn't... Uh, bow fishing for stingrays or whatever's out there, uh, pretty shallow water and the refraction of the light has to mess up your aim. It does. Uh, we're actually, we fish out of a giant pontoon boat. Oh. oh. And, um, during the day it is, I mean, you have to have really good polarized glasses uh, so you can see what you're what you're shooting at. And, the, and there's so many different rays. You know, Corey would be sitting there and he's like, hey, you know, there's a southern on the bottom and I'm looking at it going... Uh, yeah, the bottom all looks, see that little light spot there? I'm like, yeah, seriously, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, once you got used to it, um, nighttime was a lot better, uh, as far as seeing, because you've got all the lights on the boat, hmm. lights, everything up in front of you. So you can see them a lot better, uh, at night. They're a lot more docile at night also. Um, so the night fishing was fun, but, uh, I wasn't expecting, you know, I was expecting to go out and hunt, but not most of the day, take a few hour break, try to catch a nap and then fish pretty much all night. So the three days we were there, I think we got a total of like eight hours of sleep. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, and I, I'm not quite used to that, um, <laughs> but <laughs> but we made it work and, and had a lot of fun doing it. I mean, it, it was a blast. Yeah. Now, they're heavily populated, what, with the cow nose rays, the southern rays, as well as the butterfly rays, uh, especially right. now through July, right? Yeah. Um, the biggest thing that happened to us that really, uh, I guess, surprised Corey, as he does this all the time, was when we were out there, uh, we had a big storm come through the first night we were there, and it cooled everything way down, cooled mm. the water down. And so what happened was during the day, usually night fishing is better, but during the day, all those rays would come back in from the ocean and get on those flats and try to warm up and oh. get warmed up and things were good. At night, when it should have been better, 
all those rays, the southerns, the, the butterflies, we saw one butterfly where usually, I mean, they're shooting 180 to 200 pound butterflies this time of year. Mm. And we only saw one butterfly and never got a shot at it because Ooh. most of them were heading back out uh, to the ocean at night. Mm. And then they'd come back in during the day. But we did see a lot of cow nose, uh, southern skates, the little skates that uh, aren't truly a ray, but they're in the ray family, I guess. Uh, they're small, but they're really good eating, the skates are, so, and so are the southerns. Yeah, now, when when you got them on the line, it had to be quite a tussle, but then when you got them onto shore, how difficult it is to uh, to clean them? You fillet them like a fish. There, there's a line along the back where you can go down and you fillet them and you actually take off. It's, it's part of the top of the wing and, and the bottom of the wing, right along, just like a fish. Um, and, and you fillet that out and you get a really nice big uh, chunk of meat and uh, fillet there. So you get four fillets out of each one. And then there's a million different ways you can cook them. Now, would you say, you know, going back to shooting, uh, and you being uh, the advanced archer that you are, obviously Jimbo and I are no Robin Hood, um, <laughs> but you are. Uh, is it more instinctual? We're more like Robin Schwartz. Yeah. Is it more instinctual? <laughs> like you just kind of go with the feel versus, you know, you're talking about traditionally you set up, you get your anchor point, bam, you're good to go. Is it more shooting by instinct and feel than anything? It really is. And that's, for me, I think part of my problem was if I wanted to get back to that, if I would have known what we were doing, I would have taken my recurve. Mm. The only issue with the recurve is they're so long when you're on that boat. Uh, so because I had a bow and it took me a while, or because I had my compound, the problem was is I was taking too long to set up, just like I wanted to look through a peep site, although there were no sites. So it, it again, took me a while to kind of comprehend that and get back into, okay, I'm, I'm instinctive shooting. And then, of course, looking at the refraction from the water, the lights on the boat, trying to figure out exactly, you know, where you were. So a lot of times you end up shooting over it until you got used to it and said, okay, I've got to aim for the back of the ray, mm. not for where I want to really hit it because I'm going to end up shooting over the top. Yeah. Mm. Now, now, when you're out there and you're shooting the rays, uh once you once you shoot them, you always get a pass through, right? Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, is it possible that they could get off? Did you have any get off? We did. Um, very few. Uh, usually, if if you body shoot them, they're not going to get off. Um, if you wing shoot them, sometimes you know they'll get off and and they're gone. And uh, but if you wing shoot them, talking to the guys out there, they're like, hey, we've we've shot them. You know, where somebody else has shot them, who knows when, where you see the hole in the wing, uh, because you're not hitting anything that technically is, is going to kill that animal, uh, unless you shoot it in the body mass. And so, you know, if you shoot in the body mass, they weren't getting off. If you hit it like out in the wing and stuff, sometimes, yeah, they'd get off, you know, if, if they flap their wings really hard. They, they pull that through. Yeah. Hey, we've got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Art Helen, and he is the host of Own the Season, Sundays at 5.30 Eastern Time on Sportsman's Channel. That's right. All new season two, man. Give us a quick wrap-up. What can we look forward to? You and Michelle, your adventures this season, Own the Season. What can we look for? Some bear. We've got whitetails. We have sheep. 
I mean, there's just it's a variety of different things between Michelle, myself, and and the team. All right, uh, again, that is own the season Sundays, five thirty p.m. Eastern time on Sportsman Channel. This has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your stingray at himtandjerky.com. <laughs> you can do that, Jimbo. Who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next is our buddy and vice president of programming for Outdoor Sportsman's Group, Mitch Petrie, our roving field reporter. Mr. Art, God bless you, man. We love you so much, buddy. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. And now a friendly summertime reminder from the revolution with Jim and Trav. You're never too old to ruin a pool party with a cannonball. Stick around. The revolution will return right after this. Want to get your kids involved after the hunt? Try our new hot dog making kit that they are sure to love. High Mountain Seasonings is your one-stop shop for everything delicious. Visit us online at himtnjerky.com. That's himtnjerky.com. Hit it, guys. Let's go. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back and Unplug Explore. Now, please welcome Mr. Mitch Petrie, Vice President of Programming for Outdoor Sportsman Group. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here are the boys. Hey, we are back. We're talking Unplugged and Explore on this week's show. And uh, I got to tell you, our next guest, he is our field editor. Plus, he's also the vice president of programming for Outdoor Channel. Yes, he is our field reporter. Before the break was Art Helen with Own the Season. Mitch is always out bow fishing for stingrays in Minnesota. That is what he does. Mr. Mitch, how's it going, buddy? Going great. Going great. Yeah, the stingrays are not as populated here as they used to be. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. because you've been bow hunting them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now, he, he shot a 68 Corvette. I will have to say, yeah, that would be sad. <laughs> uh, over the weekend, and, you know, you do a lot of stuff for us. You're traveling all over the place. Um, you got hooked up with Cody Johnson. You guys went fishing. I did. You know, I, I met Cody a few years ago. We had him on Outdoor Channel as the host of Deer Week. Yeah. And he and I planned a turkey hunt in the Black Hills of South Dakota. And then this little thing happened called a pandemic and his tour was canceled and our hunt was canceled. And so um, it was a bit of a, a delayed reunion for us. But yeah, he was in Minnesota for a show and uh, I got to spend the day on Lake Minnetonka with him and his daughter and his uh, personal assistant there, uh, Noe. And man, I tell you, they were all just fantastic. Uh, thankfully, they were all very kind and had a, just a very nice time because the fishing was really, really slow. All right, so we are hanging out with Mitch Petrie. He is our roving field reporter. He's also the vice president of programming for Outdoor Sportsman Group. Mr. Mitch, to learn more about you, everything you have going on, your even more popular beautiful lab, Luna, where can we find you guys online? Yeah, Mitch at Mitch Petrie Official and at Lady Luna Lab Life. All right, we got to get to a break. God bless you, Mitch. We love you so much, buddy. All right, thanks, guys. The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Log on to JimandTrev.com for an online experience like nothing ever before. Check it out now and stick around. The Revolution with Jim and Trev will continue right after these messages. Reimagine every adventure, every terrain, every incredible memory. The Yamaha Wolverine family of side-by-side vehicles help you reimagine off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Available right now at your local Yamaha dealer. 
with the Wolverine R-Max 2100 and R-Max 4100, recreation meets sport and maximum power meets maximum comfort and versatility. And with the Wolverine X2 and X4850, extreme terrain meets its match. Find your Yamaha Wolverine at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specification subject to change. I'm Al Simon, 91 years young. I created Balance 7 20 years ago. At 67, I went to see the doctor for the first time in my life and found that I had medical problems. He told me that was normal for my age. I don't believe God intended us to be sick and old. I decided to find something to bring my health back. For 10 years, I studied pH and how important it is to the human system. Balance 7 gave me back what I lost by getting older. I no longer get out of bed with a joint discomfort. Balance 7 can do for you what it has done for me and many others. In three days' time, you'll feel more energy, less joint discomfort, and clarity of thinking. No doctor or hospital can do what Balance 7 can do for you. Balance 7 is the key to unlocking the healthy immune system. Bring your body back to balance. Order now. Receive free shipping with the code word AL. Go to balance7.com. That's balance7.com. Order now and get your free shipping and a free gift with your order. Go to balance7.com. Use the code word L. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. Of course, we celebrated the 247th anniversary of the United States of America. We just believe that we're going on forever. But uh, we had old Jim Shockey on talking about a lot of great things today. Also, uh, Art Helen. Yeah, Mitch Petrie and Scott Newby as well. But seriously, happy birthday, America. Happy birthday to its fine citizens. Celebrate this amazing country we live in. Hammer. Hug your kids. Yeah, uh, hammer home firearm safety. I was going to say hammer your kids, but don't do that. Uh, and we'll re- hang them in the garage. Yeah, <laughs> we'll return next week. So God bless you and the United States of America. Happy birthday. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.